Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, we're excited to have Pete on with us today. Pete's uh, checking in from Michigan. And uh, I think he was bragging about uh, he's sitting, it's like, I don't know, in the mid-50s up there, Pete? <laughs> yeah, 53 and raining right now. Yeah, cool down well, a little bit. Yeah, well, we're uh, you know still well in the 90s with all the humidity you can handle here in Atlanta. So, um, so Pete, so you're in, is it, uh, do I say right, Petoskey, Michigan? Yes, Petoskey, Michigan, uh, Walloon Lakes. Uh, the club is located on the north end of Walloon Lake in uh, Petoskey, Michigan, address. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been fortunate enough to play that yet, but uh, boy, sure would love to one day. Absolutely. And as I understand, you've been there for quite some time, right? Since uh, 1990? 31 years, yeah. 31 years, man. Wow, that's... It uh, goes by fast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a heck of, uh, heck of a run there, man. Good, good for you. So... Uh, so you're you're coaching a couple of a uh, couple of school high schools, I believe, in town. Or well, one I grew maybe? up in Harbor Springs, just on the other side of Little Traverse Bay from Petoskey, and uh, I coach the boys in the spring and the girls in the fall. Oh, That's awesome. a lot of fun. I can leave the club late in the afternoons or evenings and go up to Boyne Highlands and uh, Harbor Springs, and we also get help from Harbor Point and. A lot of courses around Harbor Springs, they're real good to us. Okay. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. What's your playing season up there? Five, five months, six months? You get a we, little more. Than- golf courses up here usually open May 1st and they close around mid October. Okay. So you got another uh, few more weeks coming in. Did, that, did this affect your, uh, your season at all? With the COVID and everything that happened? Well, the first three weeks I was locked in the shop. I couldn't touch anyone's golf bag. They had to bring their own clubs. Um, they had to use pull carts. Uh, but by the end of May, we were we were pretty much rolling with one person per cart. We were allowed to touch their bag again. Uh, we actually had, I'm, we're just bursting, uh, records and equipment sales, clothing sales, my lessons, guest play, number of rounds, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to be in the golf business because it's one of the few things you could do. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I know a lot of people are suffering, but boy, we had a fantastic year and we're still having a good year. A lot of the people that normally head back to Florida or Arizona or California are going to stay until Halloween, Thanksgiving before okay. they head back. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. I guess, would you see the courses staying open a little long? I mean, it's weather permitting, I would imagine, but weather permitting, you think you see people staying open a little longer just given the... the, the they could. Uh, sometimes up around here we do, but we always leave our pull carts out for our members. If it's a nice day, they could just go out and walk and uh, help themselves kind of at that point. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we, we let them play. You know, we'd let them, if you're a member, you can play as long as you want walking wise. We just don't keep the staff there mm-hmm. right. much after mid, mid-October. Mm. Well, if they're members, they probably don't need much help, right? I mean, they, they, they just run <laughs> they the show up around. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I noticed, uh, well, you want to give us, uh, you want to drop a kind of a bio on yourself and share any, uh, share anything before we get into We got some questions. It, uh, it, they're all sure, softballs, man. Could- I don't know. I think I'm kind of unique in that my grandfather was a pro. He used to go from Petoskey Bayview here 
right on Little Traverse Bay to Miami back in the 20s. And my dad was a head pro up here around this area at Walden Lake. Three, I, I was three pros after my dad, or the fourth pro after oh, my wow. dad. They had, they had three guys for two years after my dad left. My two brothers were PGA pros. Like I said, uh, my brother Mark is the director of instruction at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs and at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. And uh, um, so I kind of, I'm a third generation pro mm -hmm. and like my brother started the golf program in Harbor Springs that I coached. My dad coached it. Now I'm coaching it. So it's kind of a unique thing. I think my story is I'm a third generation pro. I grew up picking the range, caddying, watching my dad give thousands of lessons before I ever gave one. So I, you know, I don't play much tournament golf. I've enjoyed the pro-ams for quite a few years, but now I'm, I'm a very busy instructor. And as soon as I get done instructing all day, I, I head north across the bay to Harbor Springs and then I coach. So if I'm in a driving range, you know, helping somebody play golf or even a playing lesson, I'm a happy camper. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool, man. You've got, uh, so you were the, so your dad was there. And was your, did you say your granddad was at the club or just your My dad? grandfather was an assistant pro at Petoskey Bayview Country Club, which is just a few miles north on Little Traverse Bay, Lake Michigan. Gotcha. And back in the day in the 20s, he would go down to Miami in the winters. And then he got my dad interested. My dad was the head pro at Harbor Point Golf Club in Harbor Springs when I grew up and Walloon Lake. And so I kind of one side of the bay to the other, and sure. uh, then my brothers and myself we worked all over all these courses around here. So, and I worked in uh, Naples, Florida for a while as a golf instructor at Hole in the Wall Golf Club. It's the oldest private club in Naples. <laughs> I loved it there as well. So, you, were you living down there? Yeah, well, I lived in an apartment for free right below the pro shop. So <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice. I'm old school, you know. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. That's perfect. Yeah, for sure. So I, I took a look. Uh, I was doing a little research on you, and um, I know Dan's got some questions for you uh, about some uh, maybe some personal relationships you've developed at the course. But um, I know people could find you. Uh, you you're pretty big on uh, ProGolfNow.com. Uh, I used so to write for them. I wrote quite a few articles for them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't anymore, but. Okay, I saw a lot of stuff about chipping on there. Is that, uh, I mean, if you had to say you have a specialty, is like, it, I'm, I'm sure you're teaching the whole game, but is chipping like, is that kind of your wheelhouse? It or? could be. Uh, back in the day when I was a young pro in Naples, Florida, Dave Pels was really big, and uh, I really still use a lot of those concepts today. Um, you know, ratio chipping and dead hands and... Uh, Gosh, I started that around 19, late 80s, 1980s, early 90s. I uh, really took an interest in the chipping and pitching, you know, short game wedges, distance wedges. So that might be my specialty. I like to think I, I pretty much all day long. It's what I love about it. I don't know if I'll teach an older gentleman in his 80s or a young high school girl golfer that's 15, uh, the club champion, the junior club champion, or anyone just beginning the game at age 60. I like the whole challenge, you know, every bit of it. 
Yeah. And I, I saw also, it looked like you um, specialized would be a, 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 not the right term to use, but uh, I clicked on the link. So I found you, uh, we connected over Instagram, uh, yes. Peter Kelbel. And um, it looked like the link that I was clicking to was directing me towards uh, like a women's golf association kind of. Well, women's, I, I wrote uh, womensgolf.com is like the number one internet uh, site for women's golf instruction. I, I wrote a lot of articles and I do a lot of pro analysis swings, especially in the past year or so for them. Some on their instructional staff. Gotcha. Which is fun. They, they're, they're based, uh, Jane Filing and Richard Filing uh, own that and they're, they're in Australia. So it's been kind of fun. At one point they had, you know, would have people send me swings from anywhere in the world. Hey, here's my face on, here's my down the line. And that was a nice challenge too, you know, to communicate with people from all over. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed watching your uh, your post on Instagram for sure. Um, I, I, my, uh, my, my golfing is, uh, I like to play. Uh, and as much as I play, I should be a lot better. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at those and, and trying to uh, apply that. So, uh, you know, easier said than done, obviously, right? Anybody that's, everybody that's listening, that's a golfer. Oh, for uh, sure. You know, most people probably have an outside in attack and, you know, I'm big on the inside attack and, uh, I like a little, you know, icing on the cake, like width and the takeaway, a little depth and before you can deliver that inside attack. But I, I try to really pound fundamentals in and have had a lot of a lot of success doing that. So it's kind of my thing. The down the line and face on and with teaching props is what I mainly do. My my driving range at the club is five hundred yards away from our pro shop. So uh I, I do teach up here in the winter at a place called Petoskey Golf Center where we have the launch monitors and things. But uh, I find most people just, hey, give me one or two things, you know, not 20 pieces of information, which I really enjoy the launch monitor, but I'm finding, you know, maybe my specialty <laughs> is just, just the one thing that you could do in your backswing and the one thing in the, on the way down. Let's start there. Get that far. If you come back for another lesson, we'll, we'll progress. Well, yeah, for the amateur golfer, I mean, kind of how do you digest, uh, you know, well, I guess depending on what, you know, your skill level and, uh, you know, it's it's fun to be on those, uh, you know, track bands and, and other like brands, but it's like, it okay, well, well, what do I do with that, though? You know, I mean, that, right. that, do you get a lot of that? Yeah, you have to have the, you know, a certain level and, you know, a certain personality where you want to digest all that. And that's not for everybody, but it is, I like it, but... I'm finding maybe my average lesson um, doesn't necessarily call for that. I use it all winter up here. We have snow from we have like five months of winter, it seems. So <laughs> I get a little tired of hitting into the simulator wall, but we have a great place called Petoskey Golf Center. They have all the latest, uh, you know, you can play St. Andrews or Augusta. It's kind of fun. That's cool. You know. If it weren't for that, I don't know what I'd do up here in the winter. I miss, I miss Naples, Florida, for that reason. Yeah. So, so you're. Uh, so, you, when, once it, uh, once everything kind of closes down outside, then you move inside for uh, for the next five or six months. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a daughter that just uh, got a good job in Phoenix as a PA. We're proud, proud of her, and I 
I love Florida because I, I go down there a lot for the PGA show and for our mm-hmm. meetings at our club. A lot of our board of directors are from both coasts, but I've been going to Phoenix quite a bit the last three years because she's also gone to grad school there. And we have members out there as well. So I'm, that's kind of a, been a lot of fun for me. My brother's in Colorado Springs. That's kind of close. An, an easier puddle jump from Colorado Springs to Phoenix. So Yeah, for sure. I hope to hang out in Phoenix quite a bit more <laughs> these next few winters. Yeah, what do you... Good. What do you play out there? I I just get invited at different places so, so far. I've played Paradise Valley, Desert Mountain, um, True North, I, Papago, uh, the new Arizona State Place. I played the old Arizona State Place, uh, Arrowhead. They, they have so many nice courses, you, you know, seems like I can never get to them all. I want to play the stadium course. Yeah. Have you, you've never played it? Not yet. No, I hadn't played that one either. I played the other side. I forget what they call the other. So they've got 36 there. So I played the, uh, the non-stadium course. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. What, uh, so we were on with, I don't know if you you know Scott Watkins at all. Scott Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know. He's a top 100 teacher, uh, but he's at Papago. So uh, that's probably where I, I, I think I have heard of him. Yeah, so we had him on a few weeks ago. Yeah, real, oh, yeah. Uh, real fun fellow to chat with. Yeah, you ought to, ought to check him out if you're, uh, if you're out there. Yeah, I, you ever play? Uh, my uncle's a member out at Silver Spring, in uh, up in Scottsdale. So that's a fantastic track, man. If we can ever get out there at the same time, that'd be a great place to go and get on to. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's at DC Ranch. So yeah, it's a great, great place. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I love the whole area out there. It's interesting. I, I love Florida, but it's neat to. I also. My wife and I like to get up and uh, climb those. I've climbed Camelback and Squaw. Oh, Beach, yeah, sure. Tom Thumb and some of those places. So uh, Okay, so Tom Thumb. Uh, so from the back nine, uh, several holes in the back nine, that's where Silverleaf is at. You get a good view oh, of Tom beautiful. Thumb right there. Yeah, so. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I hear. Uh, I, I, I not. I'm not saying that you're retiring. I'm not putting words into your mouth, but I'm hearing uh, <laughs> may, maybe some future planning coming up out there. <laughs> Well, my plan is to go a good four more years running everything. Uh, yeah. I have a very good assistant, Jason George, that, you know, I, I do all the buying and uh, he's fully like if we have men's day, he can enter the scorecards into the system and do the pairings and the scorecard. Cause I, I am, I shouldn't say I am caught on the lesson T. I'm delighted to be on the lesson T most of the day. That's, that's been 31 straight years of very busy. So I'm fortunate to have good help that can kind of keep an eye on the place while I'm instructing so much. Yeah, doing what you like to do, right? Doing yeah. what I, that's definitely yeah. my favorite. I, I do enjoy, you know, buying different brands of shirts and I, I had a record year. I'm a Callaway uh, pro staff guy for 20 years. And I, I've had a banner year with selling golf clubs. It's just been a lot of fun this year in the end when I was so afraid the first three weeks of barely scraping by. Right. Yeah. Well, a lot of people wound up to the same boat. And then, you know, again, if the, yeah, I mean, like down here, it's, I mean, golf is going to just, it, it has exploded. And, you know, it's like, if you don't book a tee time a uh, week, a week and a half out, you, you're getting, uh, you know, you're playing like real late in the day, man. Everything is just packed. That's what we hear all over the country. Um, yeah. It's golf is having a, you know, a great a great year, which I'm yeah. tickled about. So, yeah, I'm sure. So at your club, I was doing some research on it. Now, is um, 
Tom Watson, is that is that where is he still a member there? Uh, he's an honorary member. An honorary he, member. Back in the day, he his family uh, had a place, and they uh, good golfers. Of his dad was a very good golfer who I have played with quite a bit before he passed away several years ago. Mm-hmm. And Tom would come up every year through two thousand four. So from nineteen ninety through two thousand four. We always knew in August, never knew when. He just walked in the golf shop, and there's Tom Watson. And <laughs> when when my dad was the pro there, Tom was a junior golfer. My dad would take him to different junior tournaments, and he developed a nice relationship with my dad. And and Tom's dad developed a good relation, a fun relationship with my dad and my brothers and I, where we would play some area courses, and and he was out to he was hard to beat. You know? <laughs> He had a low, fiery draw, and uh, oh, he'd he'd let you know too. He he's a heck of a competitor, so you see where Tom gets it. Nice. But Tom won the club championship in 1964. I still have the trophy on the golf shop wall. And the year before, 1963, Ray Watson, his dad, won it. Wow. But Tom beat Ray in sudden death in 1964. Wow! And so it's fun. We have a men's invitational we call the Watson Cup after Tom, and he's always. Uh, written welcoming letters to the event for 12 straight years nice. and congratulatory letters to the winners. And this year, because we had to cancel it because of COVID, I asked him to write a letter to our club champion who was thrilled to have his name on the same men's club championship wall as Tom Watson and, and Tom being the class guy that he is, you know, it wasn't a week later. I had a, a nice letter from Tom to hand to my, my uh, member, uh, Dr. Ben Main, the third. So he was thrilled to have that. So yeah, it's a neat history with Tom Watson. That's fun. That's really fun. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's a living, living legend for sure. And such a, you know, gosh, to have him writing personal things every year, welcoming guys to our men's invitational. It's just awesome. So I got to ask him for at least four more years. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be that competitive, yeah, but have that kind of um, ethics, you know, every whatnot, to be able to send the letters and stay in touch and do, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, the type of guy you'd want to be have involved or whatnot. It, it just shows the class act he is, right? Yeah. Well, there's a personability about an individual that you just can't, you know, I don't know if it, you know, what's a, is it uh, learned or, uh, you know, is it given or is it taught, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's, it's something that's, uh, that's pretty. Yeah. My dad used to say when he was a kid, he'd say, you know, don't, don't pound your first putt. So, you know, so aggressively, uh, you know, cause you'll hit it six to 10 feet by the cup. And Tom would say, Oh, those, those were easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, just had that, he had that confidence from, you know, from way back. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Ton of work that probably a ton of uh, training and work ethic and all that kind of stuff too. Right. Well, I remember when my dad was pro there after I grew up in Harbor Springs, dad kind of retired and was kind of the teaching pro at Walloon. And uh, when Tom was beating the world, what was it? Mid seventies to late seventies, right around that time, we would get to work early and Tom was already there, and I remember my brothers and I would go down to the range, and I I remember the worst lies out of holes and divots. So he's tagging three irons. He'd say, boys, I'm going to hit 10 draws and 10 fades. I want you to go out there and pick them up. And it was the easiest (laughs) little 
tightest circle I've ever picked up. <laughs> you know, but we would look just with our mouth hanging open, like, look at the crappy lie. He's he doesn't practice off good lies. Mm. I tell you, I mean, he, he went. You know, they hit. Of course, they hit down on the ball and compress it. But boy, that really jumped out at me. I've never seen. I never dreamt that he would practice on a such a bad lie all day. Mm-hmm. That must have made the good lies seem easy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think Cal, you and I were at the um, PGA Quail Hollow practice round on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. We saw Adam Scott was doing the same thing. You know, he had some some pretty crappy shots he was hitting, and we like, people were saying, "Are you going to play it?" And he's going to come outside the ropes to play in the practice round. And it was just, yeah. yeah, they love doing that stuff to make sure that they're you know they're doing all the shots they might need to play when they're getting in, when, yeah. when the when the thing's running right. Yeah. Yeah, I often wonder that when I see them in a bad situation. I think, you know what? I bet they put in their time with this, and they always seem to do a pretty good job. Did you see, um, you know, DJ talking talk about recent guys here in terms of the PGA on um, on Sunday? I got the, I get the days all messed up because I play on Monday. Monday. No, 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 sun, no Sunday. On Sunday, DJ was out like until like seven fifteen on the range at East Lake hitting balls because you know he was practicing something in his game or whatnot he really wanted to win last weekend and to see a guy that's you know ahead by that many strokes and being out there the, the longest you know by himself just practicing that game shows that dedication we had chad chad parker on a couple of weeks ago from east lake talking about tiger and it wasn't he was doing putts right cal he was doing yeah. putt you know, when, when he won at east lake you know not too long ago he was out, he was one of the latest guys out there doing putts you know on saturday that time was saturday night but he was saturday say, night. yeah exactly like tom not only was he the first one there he was the last one and we put in long days because mm. you know in michigan up here it stays light until 10 oh yeah sure uh, yeah he he was there last too he would go home maybe eat come back <laughs> but Looking back, you can see why how he was the best in the world. But I remember he came back in like 2000, and I was out there, and I I went up to his bag, and I said, you know, he he was a Ram golf. I don't know if you remember, he represented Ram. Now he's yep. Callaway. Mm. And then he went to what's that other company? Uh, they're not around. Uh, Adams. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. After, after he left Ram. But I, I said, Tom, if I'm not mistaken, these are the same clubs when I was a little boy, you know, that were peppered in the middle. And I said, I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Thing. He laughed. And he said, you're right. The only he said, I have a new hybrid and a and a new founders club. I don't know if you remember that driver driver. But he said, otherwise, those are the clubs that you that I had here in the late. 70s wow gosh i never would you who could get new clubs anytime you want here yeah i I said i never dreamt that i'd be looking at the same and then right after that i noticed he did have a new set every year (laughs) but gosh he went a 20 25 year period where he's he's banging those same clubs unbelievable so it's kind of neat it reminded me when i was a younger pro in hole in the wall naples gene sarazen often played there he lived down in uh just south of Naples, uh, what do you call that area? <laughs> Drawing a blank. Uh, uh, Island. Uh, Saint uh, Saint uh, Esteban. Uh, um, I'll think of it. But <laughs> we'll he, think of it later. <laughs> yeah, Sanibel. What about Sanibel it Island? It wasn't Sanibel. Just south of Naples. Fort Myers. No, it, it that's north. Uh, oh shoot. But anyway, he would. It's not too far to Naples, and he would come up and play with our members. And uh, 
you know, Gene Sarah's and he'd come up with his knickers, but I remember looking at his old clubs <laughs> and he, he he's reminded me of Tom. He had these old things and he wore them. You could see the round circle in the middle of all the irons. I'm like, he was an older man by then, but gosh, you could get clubs anytime you want, but they, they stuck with what they knew. Well, I mean, it's kind of old habits, you know, it's like, uh, you can't really go changing things around if they, if that's what's working. So <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> uh, Marco Island. Marco Island. There you go. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. I was looking no, at get there eventually. Uh, <laughs> since I had that map pulled up. So you're close to, uh, you're like, uh, what a pitching wedge from the Canadian border up there. Well, well, we're about 30 miles from the Mackinac bridge, which connects the two peninsulas of Michigan connects Lake Huron on the East with Lake Michigan on the West. And, uh, it's about 60 miles North to Sioux, Sioux St. Marie. Hmm. There's Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. You cross St. Mary's River, you're in Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Right. So not too far away at all. We, you, you often see Canadian pennies and things get mixed <laughs> in your change. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. What's, uh, so for folks that are listening, uh, so you're at a private club, obviously, so nobody would, uh, well, they could obviously join. Uh, but do you give lessons to non-members there, or is it members yeah, only? Yeah, occasionally, ma- mainly members and their guests. Okay. I, I try to help out some of the area, some of the all-star area kids from the, we call it the tip of the mitt. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> anywhere from Sheboygan to Mackinac City, where the Mackinac Bridge is, uh, Petoskey's, Boyne City. Um, I help the kids out uh, whenever I can. And I, we've, I've helped quite a few kids land college scholarships, playing for college. So it's been really nice to see the some of the people that don't have uh, a lot of wealth still can excel at this game and get scholarships and, and enjoy a college career. Yeah. You got a few coach of the year under the belt, huh? We, my, uh, oddly enough, my, my uh, boys team is two state or three tops tens in the state, two regional runner up two district runner up, which I'm proud of, but the girls, uh, two state championships, two state runner up six regionals, Oh, I wow. won the con- conference every year that, you know, when, you, when I took the job, I, I guess I was biased, like, okay, I'll do the girls too. <laughs> but I had, I've had girls at Kent state and, uh, one of my members that I taught was the number one university of Dayton. And there's little colleges. It's just been a lot of fun seeing these, a getting girls into the game as well as boys mm-hmm. and then having them succeed at a college level. It's been a lot of fun. Very cool. Cool. I have one girl that was hired by the South Florida PGA. She played for Kent State, Ellen oh, awesome. Breitner. And uh, she runs like the junior program for the South Florida PGA where she visits. She, she'll go to Naples, to Palm Beach, and around that area. Sure. And rumor had it that Tiger Woods' son was going to be in one of her programs. So that's kind of exciting. To, that's fun. To see her tree, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. one one little uh, one little dose of that guy, man, and that's uh, you're off to the races. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so what's uh, I don't know. You, you, I'm assuming you watch some golf, right? It's uh, did you watch? I any try of to watch it mainly. I only really only take Sunday afternoons off, so I yeah. try to. It's my favorite time to, I've, you know, I watch the FedEx Cup lately and watch what I can. I don't watch enough of it, but. 
I'm just I'm pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I understood. What do you think about uh, about DJ pulling that uh, pulling that off, man? I mean, quite a quite a stretch of golf for him coming through this thing, huh? It was awesome. Uh, I saw it getting a little tight uh, yeah. when I came home. It went down to a two or a three shot lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he took off again, and uh, good for him. I mean, like you said, he he spent all those hours pounding balls. He's he's earning it. Yeah, he's definitely showing us something that, you know, I was talking to Cal and we saw this type of run develop before he slipped on the stairs and going into that major. I think it was the Masters and then kind of right. wasn't able to kind of bounce back from that. And of course, he keeps winning on tour or whatnot. And he's got an insane amount of, um, you know, wins for, you know, on tour based off, you know, what else is out there, you know, but uh, but. This run he's on, I mean, uh, it seems like he's hit another gear. And if he can stay away from the stairs, who knows what's going to happen? I think I think people forget about the stairs too. <laughs> yeah. but, you know what would it? Just like Tiger, what would have happened if you weren't injured? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Amazing. Yeah, yeah he's got sure. the new kids, and I, I just think maybe the he wants to bring home more trophies to the kids or something. I don't know. Or maybe Gretzky got a hold of him and said, "Hey, you're really good. You deserve to do better." I don't know. But something happened and it's kicked him. Maybe Brooks. Maybe Brooks PO'd him, and, yeah. and now he's like, "Hey, you know, I want to show you, kid. You know that kind of thing." So I don't know. He still seems to have the the drive. That's the for sure. And he's young. He's young. He's tall. He's got the he's got the build for it. And man, it's just a, it's, a, it's a sweet swing for sure. Do, do, you see, do you see any problems with his swing in terms of how long no, do you think a guy like that can go? I'm used to like, hey, if it works, I don't correct something just because it looks different. Yeah. You know, to me, it's all about ball flight and yardage. And if you're getting it, I've seen some ladies, especially that looked very closed at the top of the swing, mm-hmm. but they'll hit it straight as an arrow. That means their wrists just don't, you know, release. So I let it stay closed at the top. So I, I, I try to, you know, let the ball flight kind of guide me. And he has a little bit different, you know, look at the top for yeah, sure. But yeah. I understand it and I, how he holds it through the the hitting zone. And, you know, you, you, if you didn't know better, you'd think, oh, gosh, he's going to hook it based on the kind of a closed look at the top of the swing. But everybody knows how well he holds his uh, wrist through impact. and Yeah. So if you look at like the top three guys right now, you got DJ, you got Rom, and you got JT. And Rom's the youngest. He's like 25, 26. Yeah, JT's, he's young. JT's 27. DJ's like 36. And, you know, Rom's the youngest. DJ, DJ, I would say he's probably made the most gains in terms of his putting over the last, you know, say five years. JT is struggling, I think, the most out of all three of those guys on the putter. Do you think he could – are there drills in practice, or is that something that he'll never be able to close the gap on in terms of like his putting? Would you, then, like From a JT perspective, can he close the gap, and can he become one of the top ten putters out there on tour? I think so. I mean, I, I, I believe to spend more time in the putting green. I know from my practice of winning state championships, so we would never – I have these things that you have to do you know, 10 in a row here, we have to get, we have a triangle where you have a 25 foot, two putt, two putt, two putt, then reverse it. So whatever was uphill is downhill, you know, the alignment sticks. Um, but I, I heard that Butch, who was it? Butch Harmon really helped, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so I think they're, you know, I think if a guy really wants it, you looking at some of these great, they're rehashing a lot of these old tournaments now, and so many yeah. of them are won with great putts. Yes. And yep. I don't know if you really can spend enough time in the putting green and learning 
Yeah. So I definitely have that as part of my, you know, I, I tell people we didn't build these nice new, we have a huge <laughs> putting green by the first tee, a couple of short game areas and use them, you know. Hey, don't, be, don't, hey, don't spend all your time on the range, right? Right. And that's, that's still most, you know, most people like to hit their driver and crush their three wood, which is great, but I wish they'd wear out the short game areas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Back to you, Cal. You got anything? I didn't want. To, I didn't want to take. Uh, up, I didn't yeah. want to like take off all of this time with PGA to PGA no, no, Tour no. recent form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple things. So, uh, so where do you like to? So you mentioned um, you mentioned St Andrews and Augusta earlier. I don't know if you played those or not, but but I I'll, played uh, St Andrews. I went over with my daughter, who was an all stater for Petoskey. She's a senior at Michigan State right now, but um, not playing golf. But she was a great high school player, and I really enjoyed playing with my daughter over there. Um, St. Andrews is special, you know. It's uh, And I played uh, the Jubilee course over there as well. I haven't played uh, Augusta. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't played either. Uh, Augusta's probably uh, farther out in the list. You, know, you can pay enough money and get on St. Andrews. So uh, I think we're heading over next year. We've got a trip. Uh, what, what else did you play while you were over there? Um, that's all. I didn't. Uh, it was kind of a family trip that okay, made sure gotcha. I snuck in some golf on. So. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. But we had uh, the back at Hole in the Wall and right here in Harbor Springs at Weekly Tonsing. I don't know if you remember Horde Harden. Yeah, sure. He was the he would pass out the green jacket as yep. chairman of Augusta. Well, he was a member at Hole in the Wall Golf Club in Naples, mm-hmm. and as well as Weekly Tonsing up here where I caddied. Hmm. Huh. So he, he got a kick when I got the job down there. We talked about <laughs> weekly and a lot of our members would always go up to Augusta and play. He never invited me as a young guy, <laughs> but as close as I got. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. But do you have any favorite uh, courses in the U S I mean, it could be your own, but I, I don't, any, uh, you got a, got a top three or. A- well, I really liked uh Troon, uh, North and, uh, yeah. No, was it North Scottsdale? I yep. love that. I, Belvedere here in Charlevoix, Michigan, is a neat play. I know Tom Watson loves Belvedere as well, and uh, I enjoy. My brother was the head pro at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, and I enjoy those courses a lot. I, I really don't have. I just like playing golf. I, I don't care if it's a you know a favorite. It's hard for me to. Birchwood here is really nice. There's so many nice courses around, even right around my general area. We're kind of known as the golf capital of the Midwest. There's oh, more nice. golf courses per capita in this northwest tip of Michigan. Well, you've referenced several uh, individuals and several stints from your area down to Naples. So I'm getting the connection <laughs> there, right? So Yeah. And uh, then it branches out with my brother to Colorado Springs. And it... Uh, I mean, I'd, my other brother worked in California. So, I mean, we're, I'm pretty, when I was out at Pebble Beach, I injured my shoulder. So I had to walk mm. Pebble and Cyprus. That really hurt. And I never <laughs> did get back to play it. That was a bummer. Uh, mm. But those look like they could have been maybe one of my favorites. But, yeah. I, you know, honestly, I didn't play them. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I haven't had the chance to, to hit those up either. What about, uh, so for folks that may be in the area, uh, I know it's been, uh, you know, just traveling up there. 
Um, it, it's been a little little rough the past this uh, 2020. But uh, any good restaurants around town? You got any uh, uh, diamonds in the rough that people ought to hit up? Well, the pier in Harbor Springs is always a hit. The triangle we call it the the Bar Harbor in Harbor Springs, the pier, and the New Yorker. They're a little triangle right there. There's what else is there, Linda, in Harbor Springs that we like? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I always... Paper Station. Paper Station on Main Street. He's phoning a friend. He's phoning a friend. <laughs> Teddy, Griffin's, Teddy Griffin's in Harbor Springs out by Boyne Highlands. And Boyne Highlands itself, what a great resort and Very cool. place to play. So, and, and is your, your golf course that you're at, um, so at Walloon Lake, I mean, it's Walloon Lake, so is that the majority of the holes on the lake or no you can see the lake from many of the holes back in the day they had holes on the lake where 1904 club during the war they sold the holes on the lake as lots and went to a nine hole in, in the 30s or 1940 until 1990 where they owned property a, a little bit east all the way to the highway away from walloon lake Went back to 18 when I came back in 1990. That's why I came back. I knew they were mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they were getting bigger, out. and it was going to grow into something special. So, so give give Cal, most people. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry, Pete. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no. I was just gonna. I was gonna say, give Cal. Uh, he needs. He's he's going to the old course next year. He needs a tip. Give him a tip. Give him something. Uh, something you well, learned. I can tell when you, you this. There. There's eight shared greens and they're huge so if you hit a green it doesn't mean you're going to two <laughs> make sure i know which flag i'm going to we had like a shared caddy and uh i he was talking to grace my daughter so i i hit a the, the best shot i hit at the wrong pin <laughs> so i i took my roving mulligan didn't hit as good a shot to the correct pin but i say you might know stuck it all over it and you know it would have been nice. a two-inch tap in but of course I would say watch the and and they have the yardages I think marked to the front of the green. Okay, which I wasn't listening very well at first. (laughs) So I first hole I crushed a drive and I thought I was I don't know jet lag or whatever, but I (laughs) hit a beautiful sand wedge right in the middle of the swill can. Oh wow! Uh, Burn Mm. the little creek. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So my daughter had a better score in the first hole than I did, but. But uh, yeah, watch the, the the correct pins on the eight shared greens, and make sure your yardages are, you know, if you're going over there to play. To nice. Yeah. What what's, what 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 month were you there? Do you recall? I was there early August, one of the, or excuse me, early April. Okay. One Weather- of the first allowed. You know, in the winter they make you play on the mat, so I didn't I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was out the first week that they opened. It was really in good shape. We mm-hmm. played in the high fifties. To low sixties, the two, you know, between Jubilee and the old course. It's like heaven. That I mean, <laughs> give me, give me like uh, high fifties, low sixties, and no rain. It's like, right. what, what could you ask for? And you got to go to the Jigger Inn. There you go. If you're there. The okay. Jigger Inn, right what, there. It's hooked right onto the place. What'd you right. have there? Good food, good beer. There you go. Would you? Did you go it's for the cool. Guinness or? I mean, you go down the road, and there's Old Tom Morris's shop. You go a little further, there's a graveyard. And I was fascinated. Like his son won the open three times or four times and died at 25. Wow. I mean, young Tom, young Tom Morris. Sure. Yeah. I learned a lot. Uh, uh, Walking around St. Andrews is, you know, you want to make sure you do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. 
I'll make note of that for sure. Mm. That sounds like a good time. Was the yeah, food was, great was the food good? Yeah, at the Jigger Inn, I, I remember that. And, and at, at the inn itself, where I stayed, if you stay, they they name all the rooms after past champions. Oh. And I think we were in the Walter Hagen room. Wow, oh, nice! And I looked and I took a picture. You know, there's Tom Watson, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, it's neat how they have all the rooms named after past champions. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah, sweet. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, well, we don't want to keep you too long. I know it's uh, kind of getting late in the day. You've been uh, been out in the, uh, somewhat chilly, but well, no, I guess it's comfortable for you up there. Maybe a little yes. rain, though. But Yeah, you're, you're, we get our blood thick again, but I, it, it is kind of chilly right now. We had kind of a hot summer, and yeah. uh, it's, uh, but it's a nice little break, I guess. So, so we always like to uh, – a couple of questions. I'll, I'll ask mine, and, and is, there's no correct answers, um, but, but there is an answer. It doesn't have to be. It could be neither. But are you a G&T guy or a V&T guy? Uh, gin and tonic or vodka and tonic? <laughs> vodka and tonic. Oh, there you okay. go. Okay. All right. Vodka tonic. And, and then Dan always likes to close with one as well. I don't know. what. Remind me what I'm going to close oh, with. Yeah. So do you, do you drink coffee? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I do. I'm How do you take – how do you take your coffee? I right here we have a nice new uh, machine that grounds it up, grounds the beans. So I drink that black. But I also like to go to Starbucks and get my raspberry mocha with almond milk. <laughs> raspberry mocha. <laughs> nice. Raspberry mocha with almond milk. All right. And whipped cream. Yes, that's my. And whipped cream. Is that a daily? Is that a daily stop for yeah, you? I do the almond milk to trim the calories and resist right. the whipped cream. Hey, Put the whipped cream to add them back, right? That's not too bad. I think Tiger said he was a hazelnut like latte guy or something. So yeah, I'm not picky, go. but that's raspberry is my favorite. Raspberry, <laughs> awesome, awesome, very cool, very cool. Uh, well, Pete, uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know if we opened up with this. I don't think we. I think I mentioned your Instagram page, but you want to tell folks where they can find you? It's a Pete Kelbel Golf on Instagram or Twitter. Nice. It's K E L B E L, like Kel Bell. Kel Bell. And once yeah, it's uh, all golf, it's pretty 99% golf. I'm a little, uh, I went to Michigan state. I got some Spartan blood in me. So once in a while, like if they win the big 10 or, you know, something like that, I, I can't help myself, but that's about one in a hundred. Well, I don't think, I don't think you'll be posting anything about the big 10 this season. <laughs> no. It doesn't look good. No, no, doesn't. Yeah. I think they were one that said, uh, I think the big 10 pac 12, a couple of the other conferences, yeah. they said they were, uh, they were going to hold out. So yeah, what, what a shame, but, uh, if it's yeah. a right and responsible thing for them to do, then, then so be it. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess for everybody listening, you'll know, be on the lookout. We'll be sure to uh, to drop uh, drop some Pete Kelbell uh, teasers for you, and uh, we'll get the pod up and running in a week or so, nope. and we'll we'll be good to go. And Pete, we I, I appreciate it. I know Absolutely. Dan does. Yes, sir. I really appreciate this. That was a lot of fun. Thank you guys very much. Right. Yeah. When you're ever uh, up here, you look me up. Uh, I'll, you know, somebody will find me. There you go. Well, what, I, I was about to say, once uh, once our travel restrictions line up, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, when, when you've got some time to a round at uh, Walloon Lake Country Club, man. Let's uh, let's get there out and do go. it. You are welcome. Anytime. Sounds yeah. good. All right, Pete. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate we really it, appreciate bud. it, bud. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.